0: Hello and welcome to episode 5 of the Knees Up Mother Brown podcast and this week we've got an excellent team assembled once again and I am so excited. When, when James and I started this podcast there was one man we wanted in the booth. On the hit list. On the hit list. Number one transfer target and he's here today at last. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the show, Romford. Blake, now
1: i just about got in his bloody room. <laughs> <laughs> oh.
0: It's a squeeze. it's
1: like I'm on a diet, <laughs>
0: It you is just a squeeze. <laughs> you just light the touch paper, and Romford will deliver. We're so excited, Romford. Thank you so much for coming on. We're delighted to it's have you. It's my
1: pleasure, so far.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and of course, joining us all as always is James Longman. James, welcome back. Good to be here. OK, so this week we're going to be talking about the Chelsea match, the performance there, 2-0 defeat, the coin throwing, and then we'll go on to Romford's hot KUMB topic, which is why don't we manipulate the press like Tottenham do? We'll be talking to Hugh Southen about that very fact. We'll also be mentioning the relegation scrapped and the fact we may now be in one. And we'll be hearing from Josh Whitakham, who has, I believe, the number one podcast, not just of sport. Scumbag. He's a Plymouth fan. We're hearing his thoughts on West Ham. Finally, some predictions on the West Brom game. So let's kick off and talk about the Chelsea match. Of course, uh, the, the thing that preluded the Chelsea match was uh, Romford's now famous boat trip to Stamford Bridge. Romford, how did the boat trip go before the game
1: started? Well, I was at the start, I was going for sort of double top. And then uh, by the end of it we went I got a double three, to be quite honest. <laughs> you know, it was proper bad dance. Um We were supposed to go to Chelsea and then uh, the Fulham plod, uh, in their uh how they do, they seem to When when they're at Fulham, they seem to treat everyone as a as a sort of proper person. But then you go to Chelsea, I mean we went there a couple of years ago, and I always sorted out the old bill over there, and then I had some um, Chief Inspector turn up and he had four pips on his arm. He had more pips than Bleeding Gladys Knight, you know? <laughs> and I'm thinking, what a bloody hell's he doing here to sort out my boat? You know, I've already sorted it out. Anyway, they, they banned us from the two places where we usually land right. and they, they stuck a the stand on Shaney Wolf, which, as you can imagine, ruined a few Sunday lunches, <laughs> you know? But it all went well. We all turned up, apart from 15 geysers from Bedford, who turned up with a cutty sock. So... Uh, they need an eight to Z to find their dick of the morning, obviously. <laughs> well done to Bedford Schools. Um, the old bill pushed us up as well at 10 o'clock, so there was a few people still coming down, but 172 people found oh, it wow. on time. So, yeah, no, it was good. Some of the music was a bit iffy, you know? I mean, like, a uh, few people wanted um, Mysterious Girl" by Peter Andre. I'm not, <laughs> oh, I'm not dropping tune. any names, overboard, but, you know what I mean? You
0: can, get, you can get too excited on a boat trip. Oh, Andre.
1: damn it. Well... <laughs> I devised this plan where I was—I uh, weren't going to drink any less, but I was going to have more ice in me Magnus, so that was sobering yeah. me up, you know. Yeah. And it did work; it did work. I—I I didn't ever go at anyone, and no, it was a good day out apart from the football.
0: Yeah, well, like, well, if you wanted sobering up, you could have gone to Stamford Bridge and watched that team of defeat. Uh, what did we think of that, James? What was your impression?
2: Uh, well, it's just kind of predictable. I mean, I wasn't there, unfortunately, but I'm watching the highlight—well, fortunately, maybe watching the highlights, it just seemed ever so predictable. It's made against, mm. boys. Yeah. Made against boys.
1: Men against boys. So, I mean, and the worst thing about it is I look at the things, we had chances and all that lot, but they were messing around with us. Yeah, yeah. They were seriously messing around. And when, I mean, I don't want to pick on any, any individual, but say someone like Gary O'Neill. I mean, he's in the team to give energy and he, to chase a bat. Now, his man for the day was Eddie hazard. Mm-hmm. And if he can run a band and make, you know what I mean? He, his job is to stop him from playing. That's, yeah. that's all he had to do. Well, he fell big time didn't he you know what I oh, mean? Yeah. so it's if you can't stop a good team from playing we're gonna get mullered yeah, yeah. you know we're gonna get mullered so hmm. and luckily um the old clan in goal turned around actually actually turned up for a change and made a yeah. few oh god that bloke right. He'd be the death of me, that fella.
0: I, I have read today he's had more shots aimed at him than any other goalkeeper in the top five and leagues. And that's just by the worry. away supporters. We're usually throwing things at him, you know what I mean? God, oh dear. He spends
1: more time on his knees than what the Pope sees, usually, I'll tell you. God, oh dear.
2: Not a new Pope, the old no, Pope. no, no, no.
1: Don't get me started on Argentina. Oh dear. Apart from Tevez, he's all, right. he's all right. Oh, bless him. Yeah, he's all right, but I don't like all the loving for him as well because he was bloody useless for the first 10 games as well. Yeah, But we don't mind him. We'd have him back, which is more than we would do with old fat Frank. Yeah, well, speaking of fat Frank, you were down there, Chaz. What was the coin? Do you see the coin throwing? Well, it? it was a bit stupid, but, I mean, let's be honest. Um, you could see they was a better team. They was building their esteem. And um, the people next to us... With all the kids and all that lot, so we couldn't give them an hard time over to our right-hand side and the stand. So, of course, who turns up? Old John Terry, doesn't he? <laughs> wee, wee, I'm a geezer, you know what I mean? And he's trying to give it all the bravado. He should be training down the other end. Anyway, of course, while he's training and getting a bit of stick, who turns up, Bleed Lampard scores, comes running over us. Now, anyone who goes away games knows that Frank Lampard... Every time he scores, even if he scored down the other end, he'd do an by or... and come he and to us. F- oh, he, he wants to turn round and give it a large one. But then, when he's turned round and someone fronts him and says, why did you go over there? Oh, it was my natural this. Look, just have some knackers on you, Frank, for Christ's sake. Like, we give it out and you like to give it back. There you go. That's it. Same as John Terry. OK, people throw things and all that lot, and it gets over the top. But the fact is, if they didn't give it a large one in the first place, it would have been a non-event. Well, it,
0: it was a quite antagonistic, the kind of behaviour of Terry and Lampard, um, down, down that end of the pitch. I know Terry warmed up from the West Ham fans. I went to uh, Stamford Bridge on a Tuesday night to see Chelsea versus Steyer arrest, and... Uh, None of, none of the Chelsea players from what I saw were warming up down by the away fans. They Lampard and co. were all down the right-hand side in front of their do. home fans. They
1: always, they told and, to go that way. And, John and, Terry wanted to get reaction. So Terry kind
0: of, turn, even like when you watch the replays back of the coins getting thrown, Terry turns to the West Ham fans and goes, yeah, come on, after you know, after they've got the opener. It didn't seem, it seemed like there was some antagonism. Yeah. They know what they're
1: They know what they're I mean, how the bloody hell did Sky turn around and find an ex- bleeding Metropolitan Police Commissioner to interview to say, oh, they've got to find them fans on CCTV and do this. He was on there last night, and I'm thinking, an ex-commissioner of the Met Police, how you can manipulate that, Mm. you know? You you know, I mean, it's just madness. He's never been to a football match, he's bloody like the geezer, you know what I mean? Um, You've got some bleeding geezer who's who's got... so many things wrong with him I mean like come on we could spend all day talking about what's the matter with John Terry and all that mm. life. so red back right to a ball red right to a ball and he shouldn't have been there
0: well yeah. uh, we had quite a vocal response from the Needs Mother Brown Forum didn't we on this issue of coin throwing yeah I mean um, uh, there's a lot of there's a lot of
2: I mean it's difficult isn't it because you're throwing coins and I think I don't That's really wrong. want to That's see wrong. that. It's still a crime. I don't see that. We all know John Terry is a scumbag. <laughs> and at the same time, you shouldn't rise to him. But everyone's had a few beers and he winds you up. And and the way it's portrayed, and I think we'll get on to that in a little bit, is like we're always the bad guys. And it's been a lot of that of late as fans. And, you know, generally we're not. There's a few Muppets that throw coins. Every club across the country, you see it probably all the time every week doing at different clubs we're the one to get picked on a lot yeah um but i mean coin friends wrong there was someone actually says who was on the on the website said his nine year old uh, no he got hit by a coin that's thrown at hazard so it's kind
0: of like uh, which is a hazard you know, Yeah,
2: which I was is a say,
1: talk about uh,
2: <laughs> so it's like um there's a jokey news it's but he said, yeah, he said i don't know he it's is cause causing effect isn't it and i think there was, John there was a, a massive muppet but, and it, he shouldn't be allowed to do that lampard He gets so much abuse. Should he celebrate in front of away fans? I don't know. Whenever I go, he always scores against us. He always celebrates in front of us. He always kisses his badge in front of us.
1: It should have been stopped before that. Yeah. Every time, warm up down that end and tell fat Frank, one, not to score against us, and two, if he's going to be so rude and bloody score against us, (laughs) piss off over the other (laughs) corner and bleed and celebrate over there. Well, let's touch on Frank Lampard. Um, would we have him back? You know, he's out of contracts at the end of the season. I'd like to touch him. God, <laughs> dear. I'd touch him in a few places. You would never find the bleeding bits out of us. You, us. You, you're ruling out Frank Lampard. You're saying, yep, would not really? Yep, if there's too much definitely. water under the bridge. I'll tell you, I'd like to stick him under the bridge and his head underneath the water part. <laughs> there. God, dear. What about you, James? Green piece what? would turn up. You know. <laughs> there'd, there'd be a Russian bloody thingy turning up with the old bleeding thing on, oh, An it? autopsy, animal yeah. autopsy.
2: I don't know. It's kind of a... It's that thing, isn't it? If Joe Cole's come back, do you want Lampard back? Do you want Rio Rio back?
1: back? It's like
2: the elephant's graveyard. Come back to die.
1: (laughs) I don't mind Rio coming back. Uh, Joe Cole's done his bit and we're missing him big time. But no, fat Frank...
0: Draw and you draw the line at Fat Frank I'll
1: though. tell you what I'd, I'd draw a line all over him and, uh, and put a big red thing in the middle and then get a bow and arrow and shoot things <laughs> at him There's oh a, dear a
2: few, I asked a question on, uh, on Knees Up My Round earlier and a few people said a few, you know Paris the Hammer said I'd have let him back a few years ago but as he's coming to the end of his career wouldn't be worth a salary more we tab. wouldn't have
1: got him a few years ago, you <laughs> sopping bagger. Uh, <laughs> oh, me. says, A lot's
2: been printed a quote in regarding Frank Lampard's dislike for West Ham. The bloke seems to love him and they go at us. But it was at Tony Carr's testimonial a few years back, and the West Ham fans gave Lampard and John Terry a very good reception.
1: I was here that night. I was embarrassed.
2: <laughs> <laughs> and then this is, uh, this is where it hots up. Will Tell, that gets a little bit of stick on it, as she said. Two excellent players with West Ham history give back some of what they've taken off our fans for years. He's
1: got plenty of history as well, and I'd I'd like to give him a bit more history, that geezer. Huh? We'll tell blade now, bells, talk about a grass.
2: And then the Gibbons replied, uh, sorry, that's absolute bollocks. Do you really think we'd cheer on John Terry in a West Ham shirt? Lampard would get a mixed reaction, uh, mixed reaction if he has to come back, but Terry get real blokes and animal. And Bobby Moore's bracelet sat on the fence a lot more and said, you can piss in my grave if either of those two fuckers ever came near my club. <laughs> <laughs> so now, I don't lose a lot, the
1: last fella. But he's, getting, <laughs> he's, he's coming more to it now. That was one of his better days. He's, he's oh, on side.
0: Um, well, okay, let's let's move on now and talk about. I mean, after that coin throwing, the, the press was all over us. And Chaz, you made uh, you made the point on on Kumb about press manipulation. What what exactly what
1: exactly were your feelings? Well. I mean, I know because I I turn around and I'm a travel agent. And I send. I've got a few uh, people who go to Spurs, and I've got a few people who go to the Arsenal. Even got a few Chelsea ones. Do the international matches, and I know for a fact the last two away games they've gone to because I've listened as well. They, they get they get all the old boys out there, and they they're singing all the songs, the old lot. You know the 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 uh, you know the anti bleeding. Soul Campbell things and all yep. that caper. It's live on ITV4. Yeah. Everyone can hear it. Now, Sky TV don't do nothing about it. They don't turn around and say, oh, here's six people singing Hitler was an hammer and all that sort of caper, yep. you know? We've got none of our lot turning around and saying, hold on a minute, we're getting blamed with this. There's thousands of people singing this and all that. Yep. And, and it's just not on. It's just not fair. It's, it's. Mm. I mean, I'm not saying he's right. I'm not saying anything's wrong. Right. I mean, we've all sung things at football matches that we haven't we haven't really wanted to do yeah. you we, used to, we
0: used to sing Frank Lampard's name
1: well Gordon it's some of the people's names I've sung over the years you know what I mean? Sandy Clark cold, <laughs> <laughs> bloody hell's bells he couldn't hit the geezer holding the banjo that was going to hit the beaten <laughs> door you know what I mean? God shocking <laughs>
2: But why don't we've got what I what I'm always confused about is there's a lot of West Ham fans in the press, aren't there? There's a lot of them work there, but we never seem to. Well,
1: a, a, a funny point is I used to um, get a, uh, be quite friendly with our old media fella Greg. Uh, sorry, Greg, if you're listening to this. We're trying to get Greg on. Greg so has got. Bad. I tell you what, if you could get his name in Scrabble. Achieve you win just on one go, <laughs> Dimitri, you know. He's, he's Dimitri. yeah, Demetrio. Dimitri. Yeah, bless him. Yeah, you know, he's working for England now. Oh, I you know, know It's mean, all us people start off with us and then end up with bloody England. I've known yeah. our players, you know. Yeah. I know, <laughs> um,
0: I know he listens to this podcast as well.
1: Greg, oh, Blake. Will Greg, you, will you him Come back for Christ's sake. I mean, I'm not saying there's anything wrong with a new geezer, but I don't know him and he ain't fighting our corner. Come back, son. Yeah, but. No, nothing's exactly. Yeah, we, just... we need someone to turn around, especially with this Olympic Stadium and all that caper going on. Yeah. We should be employing the best of his out there to make us look great. Barry Hearn's making a mug out of us yeah. right now. Yeah. He? He's making a mug out of us.
2: We had uh, Barry Hearn did, I, I still attempt to play football sometimes, and Barry Hearn did our end of season too. And he said to us, or he goes, I only do it, I know we're not going to win, but I only do it just to wind them up, to wind Gold Sullivan up. That's all he's doing now. He's a wind-up merchant. That's yeah. from his
1: mouth. Well, he's a Tottenham fan as well. Yeah. And what sort of person who didn't support one, but, I mean, poor old Orient. I'm a Lankestone boy, so this, yeah. this is a little bit of a thing to me. But poor old Orient were run at one time by a Charlton fan, Steve Davis, and a Tottenham fan, Barry Hearn. Mm. You know what I mean? It, it was it was shocking. And they that- they're only going one way. But, but my my angle to it is there's still going to be a lot of people for the Olympic Stadium. I know we shouldn't be talking about this, but don't want to go to the Olympic Stadium. So who would actually go to Brisbane Road if they play their cards right yeah. and watch lower league football? Yeah, You know, because some people don't want to go to the big stadium and, yeah. and all that cable. But instead, they've got on their knees, they've, they've um, swallowed bleeding Daniel Levy's muck... And now they've, they've 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 shot their load, haven't they? They've they've turned around. They can't come back to us. Mm. They can't do. They can't come back and stay with us now in the Olympic Stadium. So that's another thing. Though i yeah, will really. just, just don't get me going. Just don't a, get me going. The words
2: Daniel Levy's muck has always made a
0: lunch come up.
2: Daniel Levy uh, and breakfast and dinner from uh. last
0: <laughs> <laughs> time. Daniel Levy shot his muck. Quickly followed by shot his load. That's uh, uh. painted a hell of a mental image. OK, well, if we're talking about press manipulation and maybe a conspiracy against West Ham, who better to talk about uh, than a journalist? And in fact, we've got one on the line right now. Sports Direct News, a senior writer, a freelance journalist, Hugh Southan, friend of the show. Welcome back.
3: Hiya mate. How are
0: you doing? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> not a fan of red top, red tops. <laughs> red tops, Scum.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Red yeah. tops,
0: Scum. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so, Hugh, is there a conspiracy against West Ham? I mean, could 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 journalists and could West Ham be doing more to kind of fight our corner in the press?
3: No, I don't think so. Um, I think actually, West Ham, as I, I said earlier, West Ham is probably the only press box where the crowd should be singing press box, press box. Give us, a, give us a shout or give us a wave um there's so many west ham supporters in the press box it's unbelievable i don't think about it you've got andy Dillon of the sun you've got martin samuel of the mail you've got john Dillon of the express you've got rob, rob shepard who's a freelance. you've got myself you've got paul mccarthy who's the former editor of the news of the world um you've got in the broadcasting world you've got tony gale tony cotty and alvin martin And then there's a dear old servant of the club years gone by, a fella called Jack Steggles, who you may have heard of. Mm. Um, We've got so many fans, you know, within the press. It's unreal. Um, I think, unfortunately, what often happens is that the fans become an issue. Um, I don't want to be rude to the fans. I mean, that's not what I'm trying to do. When the fans become the issue... They 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 become kind of media stars for the right or wrong reasons themselves, and they get the ump, and, and 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 they start shouting about how badly done to they are and all the rest of it. And you know, I I I don't see it really, Chris. To be honest with you, you know, I I just don't get it. You know, um, shit happens.
2: You know, and, Hugh, and, and, uh, you know. You I think a, a lot. Fit. I think a lot of the problems I like was just reading from the forum say was was how. Especially the coin of the was kind of we've we've just been talking about coin of fan we know it's bad and we don't agree with it and we think it's you know, it's a it's a really horrible thing to happen. But it's the way yeah. it's it's portrayed in the press in that, you know, there's no mention of kind of John Terry winding people up and kind of, you know, warming up in front of the wave fans and people talk about him spitting in a direction and that kind of thing. And there's no kind of mentioning that in the papers as such and people feel let down that especially for our West Ham fans of the press, they're not being portrayed. You know, that side of it isn't, there's a full story to it, and the whole story is not being shown. Just a tiny bit of coin throwing being shown.
3: Is there any footballer in the country who's had a worse press than John Terry? I'm not a John Terry fan. I can't stand John Terry. The fact that he wears number six really cheeses me off, particularly when he was playing for England. But, you know, every, you know I, I mean, I understand the sensitivities, and I understand that people will get upset and, and that they, they will find reasons. Um, to, to justify their own <laughs> feelings. But, you know, Terry's had a bad enough press. You know, a lot of the Chelsea lads Ashley Cole's had a terrible press. Um, I, I, but I then if he's had it. such I, a bad... F-
1: sorry. <laughs> go on, go I've on, been go keeping my mouth shut,
3: son. I've given you a <laughs>
1: chance. Right, if he's had... Everyone hates John Terry, right? Everyone knows is a map here. But in this situation, yeah. how comes he's, he's better, and, better than us? He's turned round um, and I, he's I, got I, everyone I he going. I, he should have been down is. the other end warming up. He should have been down well, there. And then well, nothing I happens.
3: I, I, I agree, but I just I just think if I'm if I'm not trying to play the issue down, it's the subject of the evening. I just think there's always a huge overreaction. You know, um I I, I agree. I I mean Terry I mean, I think Terry should be red-carded in the dressing room just for being John Terry. I agree with you. I just agree with you. Um, but I think to say that the media don't give West Ham protection um, is a bit kind of, bit of a stretch, to be honest with you. Um, what I do know is, as I say, that we are very, very good at making a mountain out of a molehill. But we had all this, as I said before, when we went to Spurs, and there may or may not have been an issue. I don't think many people would disagree that there wasn't an issue. There was some sort of issue going on. But if there was, I mean our people came out, the chairman and, and the club generally said it's got to stop, we won't have it, we'll run you out of the club we'll do that, you'll never watch West Ham again and all the rest of it. Um, and they made all the right noises and then the FA said we're gonna have dealt a good with look it well, didn't it, they? All the mm. Huh?
1: They dealt with it well, didn't they, awful.
3: They did deal with it well, they did deal with it. But I tell you what, then the FA got involved and said right, we're going to look right into this, we're going to come to a conclusion, we're going to take evidence from Spurs and all the rest of it. The bigger issue is nothing happens. Nothing Have you heard of anything happening? No, think.
1: nothing ever happens.
3: Mm. Nothing ever happens. No. And so until...
1: So is that going to stop me next year or is the same thing exactly well, going to happen next year? You know, you, you know and I know what's going to happen. It'll go on,
3: won't it? Yeah. You know, and, and, and nothing will happen again. Yeah. Um, but I think, you've, I think you've nailed it with what you said. Our people, who are, are good people, I mean, all right, you know, people know that I know David and he's a mate and all the rest of it, but that wouldn't stop me saying, you know, things like, you know, that, 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 that if he handled the situation badly, I'd say so. But I just think our people deal with things properly. They're proper people and they do it right.
1: Yep. No, okay. fair touch.
0: OK, well, you mentioned they were making mountains out of molehills in the press, and uh, one kind of semi-mountain that's building is Big Sam's contract. And um, it, I just wondered, Hugh, whether our end of season kind of fade, we, we're not doing as well as we did earlier this year, whether that's going to have an impact on whether he gets a contract for next season. Right,
3: let's get it absolutely spot on here. The only thing that's going to have a, uh, an, an impact on Sam, Sam Aladarce's contract is where we are at the end of the season. Mm. If we stay up, I can promise you it's an absolute given that Sam Allardyce will be offered a new deal. That is a given. There's absolutely no problem about that whatsoever. If we go down, he will leave. Sam has said quite frequently, oh, if you go down, I wouldn't want the club to face the financial burden of having to pay me and all the rest of it. There is no financial burden because his salary would automatically drop by that 60% minimum. Um, for championship football so Sam would leave to manage a Premier League club wouldn't he it's as simple right. as that and he's already said he'll walk away if we're relegated if we stay up Sam will stay if we go down Sam will go no. I think Sam will stay because I don't see any problem I think we're staying
0: up and that's that you know ok that's a nice tight little uh, explanation of what's going to happen then um, the, the last point Hugh was um, on our new 12 year old managing director Jack Sullivan uh, <laughs> Jack. Yeah, I see please. he's he's been tweeting again
3: yeah, I bet he's a bit of a star in the
0: schoolyard, don't you? I I'm loving him. <laughs> so he, he, went on Twi- he went on Twitter, you had an article yourself uh, um, kind of reporting his um, his father's dissatisfaction with the signing of Wellington Paulista. What's the story behind well, well, that?
3: Well, no, the story was that um, he came on... Um, like he came on Twitter, apparently, well, no, apparently he did. He came on Twitter and he said that his dad isn't very happy because uh, Ballista isn't playing and he was his dad's pick, meaning his dad brought him in, which, of course, created a bit of a draw, he got widened into, uh, the joint chairman are buying players. Um, well, it's an embarrassment for a 12-year-old kid to be talking like that publicly. I don't think, you know, it's ideal. But, um... The truth of the situation is, is, is straightforward. This happens in a lot of clubs. I, I, during, the, during the window, the chairman would have gone to Sam and said, look, there's this Brazilian lad. Uh, we've had a look at videos of him. We think he's quite tasty. He's all right. Do, we think, um, do you think you'd like him? He's on top of your normal budget. We'll fund it. If you want him for six months, you can have him. And if the manager says, yeah, they'll go ahead and do the deal. And as I understand it, that is what happens. Now, um, he hasn't used him since he got here. But then Sam also brought in Shemak and has used him once. Is it once? Has he had one appearance?
2: Yeah, he's, he's, yeah. I think he's, once he's he many, started he? once and came on a couple of times, is <laughs> not he? Yeah.
3: yeah. But anyway, it's, it's irrelevant, I suppose. But the, the, the fact of the matter is, for people to be running away with the idea that David Sullivan or David Gold or both of them are buying players or imposing players on Sam Allardyce. Bugger me. Would you Would you actually impose anything on Sam Allardyce? I don't think I would. Maybe, maybe a strict anything. diet would be the only thing I <laughs> <laughs>
0: A restraining order. <laughs>
3: there, there was no imposition, as I understand it. They, they suggested this bloke. He, he, he said yes to it. It didn't affect his budget. The, yeah. the two Davies funded it as usual out of their own pockets. He came over. He hasn't been played. That's that funny. opens a much wider conversation about why we have these players in that don't get played. Yeah. But,
1: you know, he's that's quite a few chances for the development honest. team is not he? yeah, yeah he's, he's banged a, he's them in,
3: he's banged a few in, yeah. That's <laughs> right, yeah and he scored a few goals and I think that young Jack drew attention to that. My dad sees that he's scoring goals in the development squad and he's, he's not very happy, you know. Yeah. Um, so I don't know, I mean what what what's the real thrust of your question? Should Jack be doing that well, or should <clears> we be playing for or what? I don't well, know.
0: Well yeah, kind of kind of the last point is that I mean are we any closer to seeing Jack Sullivan kind of stopped? <laughs> is that you know he he seems to have the freedom to say what he wants. Are we any closer to someone saying to him, "You can't keep giving away the secrets of West Ham United"?
3: There is a bit. I mean, there's embarrassment, obviously behind behind the scene. Quite clearly, there's embarrassment. Um, I look, I know a little bit about the domestic situation there, and it wouldn't be right for me to be broadcasting generally. What's in it. Jack is quite a self-willed lad. The fact that he's got his own Twitter account and the fact that he's tweeting regularly is a question that you say, well, who's controlling the kid? Yeah. But it's, it's a tr- you know what I'm trying to say, don't you? Yeah. You know, it should, it should be stopped. It's I mean, PR it again, it, it, isn't
1: it? It really is PR I mean? again, isn't it? Uh, the way um, i have seen it, would any other could you see Chelsea, Arsenal, or Tottenham no, allowing no, that to happen? So mm. you no, know what I mean. No. So yeah. are we just miles behind on PR, or are we just that nice little club in the East End? With, you know that okay, they'll always come up and down, and their fans will be nasty every now mm. and then. And I don't
3: use no- anything about that. I don't use any of that. I don't use any of that. I think that you've just got a situation which, after this last little outburst. I'm very. I think it's quite unlikely that you will ever see it happen again because okay.
1: the yeah, next there, time. There, has,
3: there has been mm. a lot of embarrassment over this one. Yeah. It's just not on, is it? Just yeah. fair. I mean, all right, he's a passionate little lad. He loves his club, but you know, it's you know, it's schoolyard hero thing, isn't it? You know what I mean? Mm. But it's got to stop. I mean, it has got to stop. Like another please, thing we got, it's got, got to remember
1: to as well is how much of his dad's uh, money is he going to have for the rest of his life. 'Cause that could come in handy, couldn't it?
3: (laughs) Yeah, I mean, you always got to look at the bigger picture, mate. You've got to remember too that his dad did launch a newspaper which found World War Two bombers on the on the moon. So we're not entirely we're not entirely all there, are we? And again, Elvis Elvis has
1: been seen in so many places, you know, and a London bus.
3: You're (laughs) telling me that's not true? (laughs)
1: Um,
3: No, I mean, I, I, I find it. I just find it hilarious. I just think it's it's hilarious, but he's not on. It really it, it really can't happen, you know, and he's yeah. got to stop in mind. You dear. can't have
1: Karen um, Brady in one, one voice saying one thing and making us look all sort of we're run properly. Yeah. And then the next minute, some 12-year-old kid turning around saying she don't know what she's talking about. <laughs> this is what's really happening, you know? You can't have it.
3: No, I, I agree with you. I mean, it's a kid who came on and said that... Um, he wasn't too happy about Schumacher joining, was he? Yeah. Mate, he had some comments to make about that at the time as well. Um, unfortunately, we've signed this Arsenal striker. Do you remember that?
1: Yeah, yeah. yeah. he was
3: right, though, wasn't he? No arguing there, then. You ain't got a yeah. problem there. Yeah. He's not <laughs> a I a think ba-
1: <laughs> is a bit of a genius, quite <laughs> I
3: mean, I actually think you know that we're focusing on Jack, but I think there's a wider discussion about Palista and about Bulldog. Yeah. and about um, Shemak, and, and about the fact that we can't buy strikers who will play, and about the fact that we're banging it up to Andy Carroll, who's knocking it down, presumably to be picked up by midfielders, or ain't that quick enough to get there, and we're not scoring enough goals. And I'm looking at it, and I'm saying, is this the way we're always going to play under Sam, or are we actually ever going to get uh, 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 somebody playing off off the big man? Um you know, that, to that's the of what, Why what isn't he is, play, yeah. being played? Yeah. Why, why isn't he being played? Or Carroll had a good game yesterday, go didn't he? Carroll right.
1: was good yesterday. Um, yesterday. Sunday. Yeah. Um, uh, uh, the Chelsea game. He had a good game, but it doesn't matter. Yeah. If, yeah. He, if he doesn't get backed mm-hmm. up, it doesn't matter if he has a good game. Yeah. No. No, I, I think that's
3: right. I think that's right. But, you know, I, I do wonder about Sam's choice of strikers. I think that's the bigger decision. That, mm. That's the bigger Discussion. I mean, yeah, I mean, whether Jack should be doing this or not, yeah, well, I think we're all agreed. No, he shouldn't. Um, But why is the bloke over here if he's never going to get a sniff? Mm. Mm. Well,
1: he must have been cheap, mustn't he?
3: Must have been. Well, he must be
1: cheap. He he must be on peanuts, mustn't he? You know, he must be. But then Shamak ain't on peanuts, is he? Mm. I
3: don't get it. I I, I just don't get it. I would think Shamak. I don't know what the deal is there how much of it we're, we're paying and how much Arsenal are paying I don't know but mm. I think Shemak was a £60,000 player when he came to Arsenal so if we're paying half of that we're paying £30,000 a week for
1: nothing
0: aren't we yeah well, he, well he, he must be keeping the bench warm for that money I hope mm. yeah.
1: yeah yeah but I'd do a better, better job keeping the bench warm <laughs> I'm twice the size of him
0: <laughs> more, more of a bench
3: yeah. would be warm
0: <laughs> um, what wonderful stuff Hugh as always thank you so much for Cheers coming to you. on
3: no. Good to talk to you, lads. Good to have a crack. Cool. Good to have a crack. Still oh, out Yeah, I'll tell you something <laughs> I heard a little bit earlier this afternoon, if you're interested. What's that? I've heard yeah. that our former manager, Mr Redmat, is currently actually living at the Grosvenor House in a £500 a night suite.
0: And what, why is that?
3: Well, well, just because, because he can't go back. I mean, look, it's, it's a fair old way to go every day, isn't it? Yeah. What was he doing at Spurs so
0: then? Was he doing that every doing that commute? No, he was scared? going I don't out know, day, But no?
3: apparently, apparently, he's living in the Grosvenor House during the week um, and going home weekends. I don't know. Oh. And that's the state of uh, management managers in uh, 2013. Wow
2: not even a premier in with Lenny Henry but <laughs> so
3: there we are I'm, I'm, I'm just a red top scum merchant uh, no, I might be lying the, I we might will, be we lying. will defend
0: your reputation to the hilt on this podcast
3: <laughs> we're we'll not hearing any criticism
0: boys. of you not even from yourself
3: <laughs> <laughs> bless your hearts you're good boys you're good boys cheers to you cheers you thanks, thanks for coming on cheers lads, cheers lads speak cheers. to you next time bye, bye. Mate.
0: Cheers, Hugh. And you can follow Hugh on Twitter at Hugh Southen. If you haven't followed him and you're a West Ham fan, you don't know what you're doing. He also gives them horse racing bets, although last week uh, I lost 20 quid because of him. <laughs> <laughs> you use at your own peril. Um, yeah, thanks, Hugh. OK, so let's move on now. We'll, let's talk about a relegation scrap, a.k.a. are we in one? It feels like every week I think, oh, we're out of it, and then the results don't go necessarily as we expected and we're back in it, and now... I think we've we've only got three more points than Aston Villa at the moment. Chas, yeah. I mean, are we in a relegation battle?
1: No, because we've got enough points at home. We win enough games at home. You reckon? Yeah, we get two two wins at home. Does it easy? Yeah. I think we'll beat West Brom, and I don't fancy Wigan. But I fancy Newcastle. Okay. And I think then we can all have our knees up and see them bleeding horrible people and barks here bleeding go a down. final game of the season. I <laughs> hate Reading. <laughs> We're uh, so I'd crap. love for them to beat us and Whoa. still go down. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I love so. James, are we going to stay up?
2: Uh, yes, I'm still confident. It was slightly annoying that uh, Wigan beat Newcastle. Yeah. Especially when they could have been down to, should have been down should to. should have, have and yeah, that they, that they had a handball. And that
1: oh, bloody yeah. idiot who, who's... Dave Whelan. What a muppy um, he is. Hey, Stevie Wander saw that, <laughs> didn't he? But Whelan, dear. Whelan loved putting a boot in in the whole Tevez affair, didn't he? So yeah. he oh. loves to... He's Guy's a mug. A, he's, he's a mug. mug. I tell you what, he ain't much of a businessman either. Because every time we go up there, they, they run out of pies before the kick-off. <laughs> and, you know what I mean? They know but. there's going to be 4,000 West Ham up there. Still <laughs> 8,000 pies. It it's, ain't hard, is it? We're going to have two each. Happy days. Business
2: 101, <laughs> that is. No, I think we'll be, you know, looking at we got West Brom, Liverpool, Southampton, Wigan, City, Newcastle, Everton, Reading. I would like to think we'll win three of those. Who
1: knows? Yeah. No, we won't win three of them. we win two of them and then we won't give them monkeys. Yeah. Better
2: yeah. Uh, do. Two. You
1: know, yeah. 39 points. Just,
2: also, we've got much better goal differences. Essentially, they need two wins and a draw better than us Wigan. And yeah. QPR and Reading looking in trouble. So that's, yeah, it's that's a good way I of looking. It. Are they a, going
1: to get those
0: wins? But Villa seem to be picking up now and like they're picking up points. and QPR, really I, get I, I can't believe they're not going to be in it come the last couple of games. So they're just, they've got too much quality. I can hate QPR as well. I just think... I just think they've got it in them to fight their way into I they're now
2: nine it? points off, aren't they? Yeah. Plus, you know,
0: they're yeah. in trouble. I mean,
2: they were appalling against us
0: at our place. And they hung on for a one-all draw. So, I have an interesting fact: um, QPR were six points off safety when Harry Runeb took over. They're now seven points from safety. Yeah. So think about that in your a lot £500 I do <laughs> <laughs> um, not thinking about that. He's just counting I should, money. I should say Harry Redknapp is a friend of the show. He's been, he has was on a couple of episodes. He did <laughs> yeah, a really good yeah, job. Fact,
1: for we, we really appreciate that interview, <laughs> Harry. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, he, was, he was lovely. He was lovely. Yeah. Yeah. He, was, he did I'll a real job what, for us. I met Harry Redknapp, true story yeah. this is, outside... He was staying in the um, in the same hotel as all the West Ham nutters out in China. Yeah. And uh, I was coming out. There's a big gaff there called the Silk Market, and it's where they sell all their fake goods. Yeah. And I was coming out with all the shoes Loaded. and all that. <laughs> Who comes walking up? Harry Redknapp, um, Kevin Bond, and some other Spurs fella that I didn't know. And he, he comes straight over. Hello, yeah. son. How, how you got on? And I'm saying in my shoes yeah. and all that lot. And I turned round and I went, uh you had much trouble off of Andy Swallow and all that lot in the in the hotel. He said, oh, he said, they ain't bothered me, he said, but I ain't seen Jermaine Defoe for three days. <laughs> and I just thought, you know what I mean? He he dealt with it so well, hadn't he? he? gave us power loaded out of quite yeah, I know yeah. he, he took a seen... lot of money from us and all yeah. that lot. He gave us power loaded cannier, he gave us Hong Kong Foe and all that caper. <laughs> Terry <Terrence laughs> pho- You know what I mean? He's I yeah. I'd i would I'm very much up and down about HR yeah, I, right, think right. I I loved his quote as well at that time when, in the snow, was it, about Hugo Perfura and he said, has he seen has he ever played in snow? He said he's never seen snow before <laughs> <laughs>
0: You go for <laughs> another, another great man. Um, okay, lovely stuff. And <laughs> now on the show, we've got a stand-up comedian. He's got the number one podcast in the UK, I believe, with XFM, and he's also uh, starring on the Last Leg at the moment. Channel it's Four Friday night. Channel Four Friday nights. <laughs> it's uh, Josh Whitaker. Welcome to the show, Josh.
3: Hello. Lovely to be
0: here. Um, oh, pleasure to have you on. You're a Plymouth fan. How's that working out for you? It's it's uh, the worst it's ever been. <laughs> um,
3: we. Well, it's quite exciting, Max we're joint bottom of the Football League with four other teams. We're wow. all on 40 points. So, it's exciting, but we're close to extinction. We haven't <laughs> for years.
0: <laughs> Is it the same sort of excitement a Tyrannosaurus Rex might have had in the, uh, the meteorite? Yeah, it's, it's,
3: it's the same kind of excitement, you know. Um, you feel... When, when you go into a nightclub and you, you know it's going to go badly, but you kind of you see it through to the end and then go home alone. That's kind of a Plymouth fans. Josh,
2: I was looking up uh, West Ham Plymouth actually, um, and results go surprisingly. We've won twenty eight yeah. times, drawn nineteen times, and you've won nineteen times. That's not bad. Uh, That's well, all right. It's not, it's not. It's not
3: too bad. When, when I started for Plymouth in nineteen ninety one, I think we were probably both in the same division. We were in the second division.
0: So I was just going to ask you, what, what should, as a Plymouth fan, I often think this as like, I wonder what other people think of West Ham. Um, what do, as you as a Plymouth fan, what do you think of West Ham?
3: I used to like them. <laughs> I, think there's a kind of, <laughs> I think a lot of people used to. Them. I, I don't think people have that bad a feeling towards West Ham. they slightly over romanticise themselves, a bit like oh. Newcastle. Yeah. or <laughs> um There's that slight feeling that you're something special.
0: Um, and, and we're uh, not
3: uh, Barcelona can get away with claiming that more than a football club I right. don't think West Ham can I'm going to say that I know it's a West Ham podcast <laughs> But it's,
0: it's a pun It's a pun It's a pun on Bobby Moore Get it? What's a
3: pun on Bob- Oh yeah Well that, that I mean it's Now now, um, now makes perfect sense <laughs> And I'll forever be a hammer
0: Do we have your rubber um, stamp? We can use that now
3: Alan Pardew that made that match.
1: up Didn't he? More <laughs> than a football club
0: Yeah Pardew did
3: I, I like West Ham. I, I tell you what, the problem with West Ham is I have the same problem that everyone's had with West Ham, um, which is uh, the Sam Allardyce factor.
0: Really? You don't like Big Sam?
3: No, of course not. What? Um, <laughs> I mean, a, he, I think he have been blinded. I understand why I would like him if he managed to... Support. I liked Tony Pulis when he was the manager of Plymouth and getting results. That's the yeah. same but from thing, the outside, isn't it? Yeah,
2: it's the same thing. It's Stockholm it Syndrome. same
3: thing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I would accept any kind of Paul Sturrock when he was at Plymouth. wasn't playing very good football, but got, got us two promotions. So I understand why you like him. But from the outside, no one, no neutral is going to like a, a Sam Allardyce side. I don't think.
2: Mm, yeah, that's probably. I'm enough. Sorry, it's st- it Stockholm syndrome because I, you know a few years back when he was Bolton manager, I'd have been spitting blood if I'd ever known he as West Ham manager. Yeah. And now I'm like, oh, I don't mind him.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Then again, a Plymouth fan, I mean, he remembers when Peter Shelton, he used to be your manager, didn't he? And all the bookies bookies, loved it when he went down there, didn't he? Oh, dear. They doubled their takings.
3: (laughs) 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 Well, the thing about Peter Shelton is, um, apart from obviously the problem that he had massive gambling debts, which is never ideal, uh, that was the best Plymouth team I've ever seen. The football he played was unbelievable. But um, obviously current employer manager who's borrowed money off the club to pay to to bet on which fly is going to fly off a window first. Uh, <laughs> 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 he got nicked again today, and was coming out.
1: Yeah,
0: bless um, him. Uh, yeah. Last, last thing, Josh, if you could hen pick mm. something from West Ham, and that could be something, and maybe in our history, like you could have had maybe Bobby Moore played for Plymouth instead of West Ham, or you oh. could have had Paolo de Canio. Or what would you take from West Ham? What if would it, I if take you, from
3: West Ham's history yeah. from Plymouth Argyle.
0: Or you could even take a current player or Big Sam, which uh, you may may well, not be I'd interested
3: pro- in. I probably have. Uh, Hartson and Kitson up front oh. for a brief period in the 90s. Oh, that yes. was good.
0: Yes. That was good. Great shout. Yeah. That's
3: yeah. a good one. I mean, obviously, some people choose World Cup winners, but I think, wow. I mean, I think I'd go Hartson and Kitson. <laughs> what was
1: that era? fella you used to have? He used to take your penalties and also oh, score from about
0: the halfway hit the line. ball really hard. What was yeah.
3: Oh. Yeah, we've got him back now. Oh, Young you? scored on Saturday. Yeah. Oh my God. God. He, he was. He was old. Players <laughs> that just keep coming back to clubs. He's ours.
1: <laughs> Bless him. He loves Union Street. That's what it is.
3: Yeah. well, he's the only one.
1: Uh, <laughs> he's the only one. Um, <laughs> last question, Josh.
0: You've got a number yep. one podcast, right? You're massively successful in the podcasting game. What What's your number one piece of advice for us going forward?
3: Um. Just the quality of the guests. It's all about <laughs> the quality of the guests. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Alan Davis we're coming for <laughs> you soppy mock yeah. prick yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and um yeah so, you know just
3: just I, I, just let other people do the work and then take the credit that's what I try to do well, oh yeah
0: in that in that vein thank you very much Josh for joining us Plymouth Golf fan. cheers pleasure cheers Josh. cheers Good night, enjoy bye. your cheers, dinner cheers man Hartson right,
2: right. and Kitson they were the last strikers we had that scored they? they were so oh. good,
0: weren't they? Do you remember Hearts and oh, oh. unbelievable! That was that was when a proper like, I I, I that was yeah, when I first season. saw we were good. Right, like, because I, I started following like '93 and I'd seen us come up from the first division, um, and then that when when we got Hearts and Kitts in, I think it was that game against Spurs when we won four three, and they like, I I thought that day we're really good. That yeah. was the first time as a West Ham fan. Can but I thought we were we
2: real good. Imagine it ever clicking again, like yeah. clacking no, so
0: right, right,
1: against... and just clicks. McIvenney and Cottie, so yeah. you know what I mean. It was and that came out of nowhere in 1986. Yeah. Come out of absolute nowhere. As I said, a couple of years before we had Bleed and Sandy Clark, everyone goes on about John Lowe being a great manager. He bought some terrible players. <laughs> he bought some shocking players. And then around around that time, eighty six, McAveny. Weren't supposed to be a striker, supposed to be a defender, um, supposed to be a midfielder. Turn mm. around, we lost one of our strikers at Birmingham. He got put up front and it all went on there. It, clicked. Clicked. it all clicked. all went on from there,
2: you know what I mean? Yeah.
0: Wow. Um, okay, last item. Let's talk about the West Brom game. Uh, West Brom game, this is a uh, huge six-pointer for me and I hate saying that, but I think we need the three points off of this, would you agree? Uh, yes, yeah, I think, well, I think a point will do.
2: three points will be will be great i mean you know they're a decent team um steve clark's got them all playing Uh, well so it's it's, west ham Ham. my biggest disappointment of zola years steve clark (laughs) i always think we're going to get this i thought it's going to be amazing he was a grumpy
1: so-and-so he was he was was a right grumpy old git. i met him on the plane going out of china yeah He's and, oh, he's got nothing. He looks grumpy, grumpy as nothing. well. He, he really looks grumpy. Is. He just didn't want to know with any of the people, or anything. You know, There's he's no m- respect to anything yeah. like that. I'm glad we got rid of him and all that. Okay, yeah. co- where Zola had so much, you know, going it's about in charisma yeah, and all that yeah, yeah. lot. He had. I mean, respect for what he's done. Yeah. hands up, what he's done with West Brom's been fantastic yeah. or whatever But they're, they're they're going home with London with it with it. They're going home from London <laughs> at Too the weekend with nothing. See you later. <laughs> <laughs> they're,
0: they're gone. Turn off. He was the highest paid uh, assistant manager in the Premier League when he was at West Ham.
1: Yeah.
2: yeah but Dux Dux we had Dux the highest
1: paid everything yeah, in, yeah, in those yeah, days, didn't we? Yeah. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean?
2: Yeah. Let's get Scott Duxbury back. <laughs> oh, <laughs> <What> <laughs> Stones he <laughs> called oh, on How
1: many bleeding billionaires, you know, that have gone skin? Only we could have a skin billionaire bloody chairman, you know what I mean?
2: I'm still waiting for the project to kick in
1: oh But <laughs> Eggy, where's Eggy? Where Eggie? is he? He promised me Champions League football. What's going on? Yeah,
0: it's
2: not fair. Within five years, wasn't <laughs> it? It's not
1: right. <laughs> it's not <laughs> a castle. He was doing a biscuit company as well, wasn't it?
0: Yeah, he's gone back now. He's
2: back oh, in the biscuit factory. Word on the God
1: street. Oh dear. Okay.
0: okay then. So are we hopeful hey, of He dust. Free... Gary Baldy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Come on, <laughs> Gary Baldy. Oh, I remember on. when we signed him. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear alright well that kind of concludes this week's episode Chaz Romford thank you so much for joining us for a hell of a debut as no it, it's been my pleasure as expected and uh, James thank you very much Oh, no, we didn't ask you about Arsenal did we oh,
1: no we shit. haven't got there yet that's for another time save the
0: gold Part two. The <laughs> the sequel. save the gold <laughs> uh, and thank you to Hugh Southern for joining us and Josh Whittacombe the uh, presenter of the number one podcast one day Stumble. this time next year Rodney Um, Thank you very much. We'll see you after the West Brom game. Take it easy. Goodbye. Cheerio. Happy dives.